When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Sydney Hobart update, 0457 736 736. And from Troy to Adam Kwasnick on the line right now. Morning, Quaz. Good morning, Julian. Merry Christmas to you. Would you do a Sydney Hobart? How do you go with it with the rocky water conditions? Oh, I don't mind the ocean, but I couldn't see myself doing a, a Sydney to Hobart yacht race. I'd be, uh, you know, we've seen in the past some pretty freaky conditions. Uh, it, it'd be definitely tough out there. So you were mariner in more ways than one. Is that what you're telling me, Quaz? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Indeed. 26-man squad named for this morning's, uh, or this morning for the AFC Asian Cup in Qatar. So the Australians have been drawn in Group B. They'll face India, Syria, and Uzbekistan, Thomas Deng, Bruno Fauna rolling back, Lawrence Thomas as well from the Wanderers, all return to the national team set up following strong performances for their respective clubs. Jamie McLaren, though, was not selected in the squad. Uh, your thoughts, having cast your eye over this 26-man squad? Yeah, look, I, I think it's a very strong squad, and you know, I have no dramas with us getting through the group, the, the, the teams that you just mentioned that we're going to be playing against. It's the, the, the back end of the tournament that we're going to be you know, tested and um, unfortunately for Jamie McLaren, he's missed out. But, you know, Bruno Fornaroli scoring lots and lots of goals and there's a lot to like about the front line. You've got Martin Boyle, Mitch Duke as well, Craig Goodwin, uh, some fantastic players there. What's really pleasing for me, Julian, is there's four A-League stars selected and three uncapped players. That just goes to show you how much work Graham Arnold's putting into this this line of work. He's obviously he's going to all parts of all parts of the world trying to, you know, unearth some Socceroos uh, potential and um, there's three players there that have been given the opportunity and I can't wait for them to play and, and represent the country. And Arnie's good like that, isn't he? You know, and he's big on this idea of, you know, if game time, consistent game time and performing for your club. Absolutely. And I think all the players being selected, they've got form on the board in terms of getting, you know, numerous amount of uh, minutes for their, for their respective clubs and, uh, you know, a lot of them, and I use Bruno Fornaroli, for example, you know, they're hit, hitting form. Riley McGree's another one. Sam Silvera scoring goals for Middlesbrough. Yeah. There's a lot to like this uh, about this squad, and there's plenty of confidence within it for their respective clubs, and hopefully uh, that can continue for their country. Yeah, it's nice to see a few returning from injury. Riley McGree, you mentioned there, back after sustaining that foot injury. And I'm a massive rap on Riley. He's, he's got a bit of X factor about him. Nathaniel Atkinson, too, another one back from injury, too, of course. Yeah, fullback Nathaniel Atkinson. Remember him in the A-League a couple of years ago, just a breakout season. He's obviously gone on to bigger and better things in Europe. But you mentioned Riley McGree, Julian. He's no doubt the X-factor. We spoke about, you know, in the past, Tom Rogic being the X-factor. But 
Riley McGree for me, he's the real deal and he needs to really stand up this tournament and really take Australia to the next level. What What's in it for the, and it might sound like a silly question, what's in it for the players this tournament outside of obviously, you know, qualification? Is is there a chance to, to really, you know, if you, if you stamp your authority for the national team to, you know, increase your stock at a club level? I'm thinking just, for example, like a Marco Tillia. Like if he comes through this as a wow of a tournament, what does that do for his playing future? I don't know what the Asian Cup really stands for yeah. in terms of uh, the European market, Julian. I, look, it's a very prestigious tournament. Obviously, you know, a lot of Asian clubs will have their eyes on, you know, a lot of the Socceroos, and there's obviously big money in Asia as well. I guess for someone like Marco Tulio, it's just the honour of representing your country and doing a job for your country. Um, and you, you've got to say that for all of those players that have, you know, um, being being selected the 26 players, it's it's an honour to represent your country and and do it on one of the biggest stages, uh, stages being the Asian Cup. Obviously, the World Cup is the pinnacle, but uh, to represent represent country at, at any level, uh, it's an honour, and I'm sure these players will be right up for it. Did the Massimo Luongo retirement news take you by surprise at all, Quaz? Oh, not really. I think he's had a fantastic career, in particular for for, for his country. Um, you know, scored scored that memorable memorable goal in the I think it was the 2015 Asian Cup final. Um, he, he's had a stellar career, and you know it's time to hang up the boots for him. He'll move on to obviously the club scene. You might even see him return to Australia at some stage. But uh, mm. you know, fantastic play for his country, and and done it for a, a consistent amount of time as well. So fair play to him. Now. Matty Ryan, you know, had that cheekbone. They're going to give him time. I think he was always going to be selected in the squad. I think he may play, though, Matty Ryan. I wonder if, it's a, you know, this is the opportunity to maybe just rest him until it's fully healed. Not that he'd want to, of course. If he reckons he can play on with the, the face mask, then you take his word from him as the captain. But, uh, you know, in terms yeah. of that sort of apparatus, playing in the have you ever done it? And, and can it impede your vision? And is it a bit of a distraction for a goalkeeper, potentially? Well, I definitely haven't done it before. I've had a, a broken nose on the field before and they just stuffed my nose with... with uh, oh, they, they, they look like tampons, to be honest. Um, <laughs> and I just up got there. on with things, but it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but it didn't uh, impede my vision. I, I guess for a goalkeeper, it's very important that, you know, you've got full sight. And that. I've, I've got no doubts that um, Matty, and, he, and he's obviously at his club, he would have been testing a few things out at, you know, maybe behind the scenes in the... In the on the training pitch, um, I'm sure he'll be ready to go. He he, he loves representing his country. He's, he's the captain of the squad. And, um, you know, I'm expecting a big tournament from him. What about your Mariners? 3-0, slow start of the season, starting to find a bit of form. Mm. Absolutely. Look, they were fantastic last night up at Suncorp Stadium. They're up to sixth place on the... The A-League ladder, and uh, they're unbeaten in the last five. And you can slowly start to see Mark Jackson implementing style. I love the, the more direct play, the movement ahead of the ball, forward runs, causing problems for you know opposition defences. There's a lot to like about the Central Coast Mariners. And like you said, that it was a very, very slow start to the season. And, you know, they have lost a lot of players from their championship winning squad. But, uh, you know, they're coming into some form. I think we're just under halfway through the season. And there's a lot to like moving forward about the Central Coast Mariners. Now, this news overnight too, Adam, the Super League has launched this, well, ambitious plans, are always ambitious plans, to revolutionise European football following a landmark ruling by the European Court of Justice, which concluded that UEFA had unlawfully blocked the original 
project. And the European Court of Justice ruled that UEFA and FIFA acted unlawfully by blocking the formation of this European Super League. This was back in 2021. It was a hot topic at the time. And said that they abused their dominant position by forbidding clubs outright to compete, but added that the Super League may still not be approved. So this new European Super League format, 63 clubs, three divisions, you know, star and gold, it's all a bit convoluted. Uh, can you wrap your head around all of this stuff? No. Well, to be honest, William, I haven't read too much about it. Obviously, you know, it's it's come back to the surface. You, you mentioned 2021, it had been floated about. But I think I read somewhere this morning that, you know, the, arguably the best the best teams in the world, you know, obviously from England, they're they're all against it. So, yep, I can't see I can't see it being you know um, particularly off, super. Yeah, that's know, right. Three years, yeah. sixty-three teams. Yeah, it's 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 a lot of squads. I, 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 yeah, I can't see it happening. Um, I, I love the the UEFA Champions League, the Europa League. They're your two tiers of your major competitions in Europe. Let's just leave it at that and, and move on. Well, that's right. So Man United, Man City, Tottenham, Chelsea have said, no, no, we are very much committed to UEFA competitions. And then on the flip side, you've got Real Madrid and Barcelona. Go, no, no, we love this decision. Let's get this Super League started again. <laughs> it's just, you know, nobody likes to see this kind of fracturing in the game, uh, do they? And then you know, it's it's just seems like it's another cash cow for the big clubs, doesn't it? Yeah, most definitely. You, you talk about the money side of it. There's no doubt there'll be massive incentives for, for clubs to join. But, you know, for me, it's just too... It's watered down too much. It's 63 teams in a yeah. in a tiered competition. I just can't see it happening. You meant crowds. Where, where are they going to come from? Um, the players themselves, they've got enough football on their hands. As is. You know, some some teams around the world, they're playing up to 50 games a season. Um, it's just crazy to think that they can add another competition, another European competition, and expect it to work. What's on the cards for Christmas, Quaz? Well, I've been a lot of Christmas parties, a lot of dance concerts at the moment. Yes. Um, going down to see my family in Penrith yeah. this afternoon. Not you, I might add. You're uh, not. Yeah. You're not in a dance contest. No. Okay. Just checking. Not just me, confirming. But my right. Got it. Yep. Okay. Excellent. <laughs> no. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, just a lot on, but you know, it's it's a fantastic time of year to spend with family and. Um, Obviously, as a footballer as well, you know, you've got uh, Boxing Day yeah. in the Premier League and obviously in the A-League as well. Tomorrow, there's there's a festival of football coming up tomorrow and, um, yeah, can't wait to watch it all on TV. And is the best thing about retirement, Adam, that, you know, Christmas Day, you can go back for that third or fourth helping? Yeah, absolutely, Julian. <laughs> I, I must admit, I've put a bit on since I've retired. What am I, 11 years into it wouldn't, retirement? Wouldn't be the only uh, one, I've mate. put on a fair bit of... Yeah, I know. I love I love my food, that's for sure. I love my drink as well. Um, and again, this time of year, there's going to be plenty of that happening. Indeed. Merry Christmas, mate, to you and the family. And thank you so much for, for your contributions this year. Thanks, Julian. Take care, mate. Here he's Adam Kwasnick, part of the SEN family here, former A-League Mariners superstar. 0457 736 736, the text line number. Breaking back with more.